Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. All right, check one, two. Just making sure you can hear me okay. Having some fun with this, this Ibanez Premium here. I had it set up and had uh, new EMGs put in there. They're a new set, well, when I do this stream, but um, which is Jim Root from uh, Slipknot. But they remind me a lot more of like a passive style sound. So I love the sound of it. Anyway, so what we're doing today, uh, this is another workshop. I'm going to expand on the meandering that I did in the last one. And if you didn't see the last workshop, you can always go back. I'm sure there's a playlist on this YouTube channel or on a YouTube channel, whether it's the Steve Stein channel or Guitar Zoom channel, you can watch this. Um, but we're going to be expanding and moving your meandering into phrasing. We're going to start talking about how phrasing works. So if you haven't seen that other workshop, when you're done watching this, I would suggest to go back and check that out. And if you like this stuff, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel if you're not already, you know, like and share the video. And definitely, if you get a chance, head over to guitarzoom.com and check out my guitar course, Guitar Solos, which is going to deal with all this stuff we're talking about and a whole lot more. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So... If you watched the last workshop, meandering, we talked about meandering and how you set a tempo at a particular speed. I was using 120, and then you move around at an eighth notes or two per click, okay? And uh, you try and do that to develop your ability to freely and kind of brainlessly move around without stopping or getting stuck. And if you can't do that, you need to slow the tempo down or you need to work more on your position, whatever scale you're using, that sort of thing. So this is a really great little idea to move from here, where we're going to start creating some phrases out of the meandering. Now, it's very important to understand that I'm moving a little fast here because you'd want to really develop this meandering skill before you move on. But if you've really developed it, let's say you're at 120, and again, I'm going to use A minor pentatonic as my example, but you've really developed that. So when the, when the metronome starts and you're playing, you're really able to... So we've been working on developing that. Now the next step is we start taking this idea. And again, this is, like I just said, once we've really developed this, right, we can do this. Now what we're going to do is we're going to voluntarily start chopping our meandering into pieces. We're not, and here's the big difference is we're not stopping because we have to, because our brain is freezing up or our fingers are seizing or whatever because the tempo's too fast or something, we are doing this because we choose to, not because we're forced to, because we're having an issue. That's the big difference. So as we start chopping the meandering into pieces, we start thinking about the pieces 
as different sized sentences, so to speak. So some of your sentences are smaller and some of them are bigger. Now, of course, right now, because we're doing this meandering, everything's the same speed. Everything's doing eighth notes at whatever tempo, 120 or whatever you've chosen. Maybe you're at 100 or maybe you're at 130 or whatever. So we're not, we're not changing that yet, okay? But what we are doing is we're just choosing to stop in various places. So I might start meandering. So we're not going, you know, 16th notes or something like that. So if I start this again. is when I start phrasing like that, it begins to sound more like music. And most importantly, what we're not doing is this. Right? It doesn't sound like a scale. We're moving around. Like I talked about in the last workshop, we're just mindlessly kind of moving up and down, string skipping, changing positions, whatever it is that you can do. And again, if you haven't seen that, please go back and watch it because there's a lot of really good information in there. So as we start developing this phrasing, all of a sudden it begins to sound more like music. Now, we're not putting emphasis on the notes that we're ending on, right, as we're chopping this into pieces. We're not worrying about which note we're trying to end on or is it connecting to the chord. We're not there yet. We're just trying to break it in pieces, large, small pieces, right? <laughs> See what I mean? Now, as you get more comfortable with being able to do that, what I want you to do is start thinking, and again, this almost could be another workshop in itself, but I'll just give you all of this to kind of think about. But remind you, don't rush. Because if it's not really working and you're having issues, like I talked about in the last workshop, if, if issues start arising, you become aware that maybe you don't know the position well enough or the tempo is not quite right, or a certain fingering that you're using when you try and play something is getting kind of stuck, you want to go back and figure out, well, how am I picking that? Or what was I doing there that I got stuck on? Or, you know, do I need to go back and, and spend more time with that particular, you know, position on the fretboard or whatever it might be? You need to be aware of those and you need to acknowledge those and then work on those things. Otherwise, you're just you're just blindly playing and you're not really fixing anything anyway. It might be a fun little experience, but you're not really getting the full benefit out of it. You know, it's like doing an exercise wrong when you go to the gym or something like that. You know, you, you just you want to really think about it and, and try and develop those things. So If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. 
VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Once you get good at this phrasing or chopping of pieces with your meandering, what's a really good idea at that point is start exploring things like hammer-ons, pull-offs, slides, if your brain will allow that information to come in, right? So instead of just going... That sort of thing, which is great. Again, work on it as long as you need to. It might take a week or a month or two months or six months. But again, the point is, is if you were playing in the key of A, you'd have some real comfort and confidence and power in your movements in the key of A minor pentatonic, right? Now, again, doing it in the key of G or the key of D or the key of E or whatever it might be. Sure, you got to develop those things too. But at least you're at least you understand how this can work. So what you do is you just start thinking a little bit about trying to add in slides or hammer-ons or pull-offs or different things like that. And again, I'm not really worried about going faster. I'm still going right? But I'm thinking So I'm using hammer-ons there and pull-offs. So you can start adding in that natural motion of adding some hammer-ons or pull-offs or slides or whatever to help you navigate. And if it starts causing an issue with your meandering or with your cutting of phrases, then maybe you need to back off a little bit or just hold on until you get a little bit better at whichever technique you're trying to develop. Okay? So that's the next step in meandering. Okay, and then the last thing I want to talk about with you is once you start developing that idea, what you can do is start bopping into the um, 16th note world, which is kind of fun. So let's say you're doing your eighth notes. Right, that whole thing. And what you do is you start moving in, just doing some hammer-ons or pull-offs to, to provide the 16th note feel. That way you can start adding some energy to this. And you could do this moving around or whatever it is you want. Obviously, you can do it during your phrasing or chopping of bits, right? So as I do this, see how I can start adding in some hammer-ons and pull-offs? I'm using a blues note in there, right? You could add other notes in. Again, the point is, is you don't want to, you don't want to do all of this too quickly, but that's how the growth of meandering works is you start learning how to move at a particular tempo 
and minimize your, your movement. Maybe you're just using one position, right? Or you're using it in a particular position that you don't normally use to develop that position. Okay, and then you start expanding in one of two ways. Either you start expanding, expanding with a tempo increase, or you start expanding with multiple positions at the same time. So that's the initial development. Okay, then what we do is we start moving into cutting it into different pieces, long and short pieces, right? We start exploring that, but that can only happen when step one is really comfortable, right? You don't have to develop all five positions and all that stuff before you go on to step two. You might only learn, you know, one position and start cutting it into pieces, or maybe you've only learned two positions together and you start cutting it. That's entirely up to you. The tempo increase and the fretboard development are two very different things, and there isn't any one best way of approaching this because people are different. Some people would rather stay in one position and develop the tempo, right? Or develop a new position and develop the tempo. And some people would rather keep that tempo a little bit lower and try and develop multiple positions at the same time. They're both important and you need to do them both at some point. But just understand that you want to keep track of those things. You might actually write them down, you know, in a book or, you know, a, a notepad or something. So you're keeping track of what your speeds are and what's going well and what needs work and that sort of thing. So you don't just come back every day going, oh, I don't know what I did yesterday, but we'll just try it again. You know, really keep track and develop those things. So then once we've got that, we start chopping it in pieces. Once we've got that, we start adding in some real, authentic, musical, human elements. Hammer-ons, pull-offs, slides, things like that. Um, and then finally, we can start implementing, once we've got those hammer-ons and pull-offs, we can start imp implementing... <laughs> you know that sort of motion which is really cool too so hopefully that helps you do me a favor if you like this uh workshop you know subscribe to the channel like and share the video comment let me know what you think of it and um go to guitarzoom.com and check out my guitar course guitar solo see if that's something that might be able to help you so um i've got another workshop i think um that will be happening tomorrow and uh if not, it'll be the next day. But anyway, um, we'll let you know. And um, so join me and we'll keep going with this. I'm going to keep giving you different things to think about as we go. So, all right. Take care, everybody. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, in this one, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about some simple ideas to develop melody. Now, this is really just an expansion on our meandering topic that we've been talking about, okay? So we talked about developing the meandering, we talked about breaking it into pieces, which is really what phrasing is. And now what we're gonna do is we're gonna start trying to make just a basic connection to melody on top of that meandering. So if we think about it, again, if my chord was A minor. Okay, so if that's the chord that I was playing over at that moment. And of course, I'd have a tempo and whatever, and I'd be playing, moving my meandering stuff. Like we talked about before. But now what I want to do is I want to start thinking about the end note, the last note that I'm going to play. And if you watched the last workshop, you know that I, I had mentioned that, that we weren't worried about that at that point because we were developing other elements. Well, now what we're going to do is we're going to start trying to develop that. And again, not in a complex way, just real basic connectivity. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? 
Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.